Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fusion Living Room Podcast. You know me, I'm Eric Z, joined here by Andre Sayala. And once again, we are joined by a wonderful guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, what up, guys? It's Hannah Sakari here. Really excited about this. Hannah, I'm so glad that you're joining us. I'm so excited to be here. Eric asked, and I was like, you picked me? What? Very well, honored, very honored. Yeah, well, you were one of the first people that came to mind when thinking about this topic. What topic is that, Eric? Okay, so following our theme of house rules, we're getting into prayer is our lifeline. Mm. I like it. Yes, very much. And I don't, some of you may know Hannah, but like, it may seem pretty evident why I picked her now. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty evident to me. But yeah. if you don't know, Hannah's like prayer warrior to the extreme prayer rock star yeah i'm just i actually i'm gonna enjoy doing this because i know that she's gonna hate us talking so greatly about her yeah um but yeah (laughs) hannah just like when i think of like who are the people that like just are really amazing at praying it's hannah when i think about the people who say like hey i'm gonna pray for you i know sometimes i forget to pray for people but like i can trust if hannah's saying like hey i'm gonna pray for you she's gonna pray for you yeah Mm -hmm. um and also Hannah, I, I, I said this to Hannah before, but there was a time uh, on a fall retreat where I was in the prayer room as a leader, supposed to be praying for students. Hannah comes to me, gets prayer and goes, so what can I pray for you for? And I was like, who does that? Hannah Sikari does. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Definitely not blushing and feeling very <laughs> awkward over here right now, but it's okay. Good. That's what I like. <laughs> lovely. Lovely. All right. So let's get into our first question. Uh, this is a pretty general one, but like, what is prayer to you? Like, how do we define prayer? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think a lot of the time we make it some big, holy, I need to get down on my knees and pray and like be perfect about it. But it's, it's not, it's a conversation with our creator Yeah. and like, how cool is that, that we get the privilege to talk with the person who made us in the first place. Like that just blows me away yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, it's, it is really wild to think like, like the God of the universe, like the God who created like stars. I feel like stars are like better than I am. Why would he want to talk to me? Yet he desires a relationship with us Yeah, and desires to speak with us. Like that's really wild. Right. Yeah. And he like he knows everything about us. Like he's the one that made us. And I think so so often I get caught in the like, well, why am I this way? Or like mm. why do I get so competitive about things to the point where like I get frustrated because I'm losing? And I'm I should be having fun. Right. But like I'm frustrated. Like why am I that way? And I get to ask the person who made me. And I get yeah. to be like, hey, what's up with this? Yeah. <laughs> why am I this way? That's so cool. Yeah. It kind of gives me a flashback to like when I was like a really stupid kid and like I would just Never, ask her Eric. Okay. Sorry. But it was true. I would just ask my parents the most out of nowhere questions yep. that like we all did that. Like I remember so vividly asking my mother, why is the color blue called blue? Mm. And it's like, how are you supposed to answer that? But you can't. Like, <laughs> like but in the same way that, you know, like I'm this honestly kind of stupid child talking to my parent who knows so much more than me. That's like kind of how we speak to God. And it's not even always just talking about what we don't know, but 
but it's talking to the creator and just having fun with him like we would talk to a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of touching on that and how it is really a conversation. Um, A couple of months ago, Kevin did this series at Sanctuary. It was called We Get Closer. Yeah. And, you know, when we get to We Get Close, we'll also talk about this a bit. Yeah. But one of the things he loved to talk about is the five different levels of communication. And I was thinking, like, you know, this is a conversation we're having with the Lord. Like, why wouldn't it also follow the same levels of communication? Like, Mm -hmm. we can still have all these different ways of talking to God. So I kind of wanted to talk about the different levels of communication and how we might interact with the God of the universe in these ways. Um, so the first level of communication is cliches and pleasantries. So maybe, you know, you're going to like the gas station and you hand the cashier a 20. You're just like, hey, how's your day? Weather's nice, right? Those are like cliches and right. like pleasantries. Yeah, kind of like small talk. Exactly, small yeah. talk. And then the second level mm-hmm is all about facts. So like, as you start to get to know a person, you can't know somebody without knowing their name. That's a fact you have to learn about them. So you get into that second level of communication where you learn facts about like their name, their birthday, favorite color, stuff like that. Then there's the third level of communication, which is all about opinions and beliefs and stuff like that. This is also called the wall of confrontation. Yes. Because depending on how we handle this third level of communication, it kind of, you know, determines if we're going to move on to the others. Because sometimes we don't handle confrontation very well. Um, then there's level four, which is all about our feelings. So like after we've moved past confrontation, we could talk about our feelings. And then level five is all about needs. Um, so how are some of the different ways maybe you've seen yourself use any of these levels of communication with God? Yeah, that's good. Um, I think for me, um, it's varied over the years, right? It's Mm -hmm. changed from time to time. It started as I thought that it had to be this very put together, I'm going to throw out the word religious thing, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and I thought that it needed to be stage five all the time of here's my heart and soul poured out to you, Lord. Here's what I want. Here's what I need. Thank you for being how great you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't get to have a conversation necessarily with him that way all the time, right? Like having deep conversations all the time isn't benefiting anybody mm-hmm. um, as much as like we wish that it did because it, we're knowing the deep parts. But to know the deep parts, you also have to know the simple, stupid stuff too, right? Yeah. Like you think of your best friend. And you can know all the deep stuff, but then somebody asks, what's their favorite color? And you're like, um, it's a good question. I don't have the answer. Right. And then you feel kind of stupid because you're like, oh, frick, what's what's their favorite color, you know? Yeah. Um, and so with the Lord, it's been slowly but surely he's like, okay, Hannah, we're going back to those stage one and stage two. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't, nope. <laughs> I don't want to talk about those. Um but it's as simple as in the morning. Hey, Lord, I woke up. It is 7.02 in the morning, yeah. you know? And it's, okay, Lord, I'm actually running late to school right now, but you already know that. And, like, I don't need to wait for a response from him. It's just these quick, simple things that you would tell a friend when you're talking to them and yeah. getting to know them. 
Yeah, it reminds me. There's a there's a movie out. Um, it can be a bit controversial with when talking about it, but there's a movie out. And there's a book written. It's called The Shack. And one of my favorite scenes from that movie um, is uh, this man is sitting down. And he's sitting at a table with God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. And God is asking uh, the, the man's name is Mac. He's asking Mac like, "Hey, like, how's your wife? And like, how are your kids?" And oh, they had they had this game the other day, right? How is that? And like Mac is like he's starting to talk to them, and then he stops and he's like, "Wait, you already know about all of this? Like, you're God. Like, you see you see all of this. You know what I'm thinking." And uh, the person portraying God looks at Mac and he goes, uh, "Yeah, but I just love hearing your opinion on it. Like, I know about it, but I love hearing what you have to say about it." And I know for me, like, it was just a moment of like, like, man, yeah, that's true. I think so often I, I look at God and I'm like, well, you see everything that's going on. Like, God, I don't, why do I have to like, hey, God, I'm running late to work. Um, but even in those moments, like the Lord is inviting us in and saying like, hey, would you just talk to me? Like, would you spend time with me? And, um, you know, like I think I, I've lately, so my car time is like, I spend time talking to other people. Like I'll call other people. And lately when I've gotten in the car, I've just been like, actually, I just want to spend the time going to work, like talking to the Lord, mm-hmm. mm. um, which is really bad because then I don't talk to my mom, um, but <laughs> I talk to the Lord. So, but it's, it is really talking about like, God, like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I have to do today. God, like, this is what my morning was like, like just thinking about different things that are going on in my life and like talking to the Lord about them and not just assuming like, yeah, God, you know about that. So it's not important, but like as much as like we care to know what God thinks about things. He also cares to know like, what do we think about them? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also like, it's not just restricted to us using those forms of conversation with him, but like he can use those with us. Like, I don't know about you guys, but there have been times when I'm just sitting in my car and like, you know, all of a sudden God will just send me a joke. Like, that's so weird. Like this God of the universe just sent me a joke in my head. Like, what's that about? But like, he just wants to be in conversation, constant conversation with me throughout the day. So like, it really doesn't matter what it's about. Like, you know, one of my favorite things about a lot of my friends is, and this is what I say kind of makes a good conversation, is just the ability to come up with random stuff just to keep talking. You know, like if I can just come up with something completely unrelated to what we've been talking about just so we can keep talking, that's how you know I'm invested in like who you are in this conversation. And so like that's how I kind of feel like God tries to interact with me sometimes. I think it's so cool too when we're having those conversations with friends of like they're asking me this question, like they want to know this about me. They want me to tell this story even though it's the fifth time I've shared it when they're around. Um, Like I love questions and so when the Lord starts asking those questions and is like, okay, Hannah, like, how was your day? It was like, you saw everything that happened. You know it better than I do. Right. And you still want to hear me like verbally process how my day went. Like, awesome. You just, you feel honored, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even Eric thinking about, you talked about level three conversations, which is usually where you hit the wall of conflict um, or wall of confrontation um, because you're sharing different, like opinions, ideas. I think sometimes too, we're sometimes we're afraid to like, Hey God, this is what I think of this. Mm. Um, and we're afraid when he comes back and he's like, yeah, but that's, that's not actually my heart. 
Um, and I know that there have been plenty of times where, like, to be honest with you, I've come to the Lord and like, hey, this is really screwed up. Like, I'm going to be real with you. And I've had conversations with God where I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm kind of pissed off at you right now because this is what I think should have happened. Yeah. Um, And the cool part is unlike our friends or unlike a parent or a sibling, like God's never like, well, no, let me tell you. Like sometimes he just lets you talk. Yeah. And you're like, I'm pissed off and you did this and you did this and you did this. And like in that moment of confrontation, like the Lord's still just so kind to us and so gentle with us. And he's like, yeah, but Andres, did, uh, did you recognize this or did you see this? Or actually I was doing this. And like, he just, I, I think in those moments where we expect confrontation, he just so gently like reminds us like, no, 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 actually like, like I love you and I want to hear what you have to say. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. Yeah. But like, I, I need you to trust that I have something better, that I'm doing something better. Um, which then leads you to those fours and fives, which are those deeper level conversations where it's like, wow, like because of the way that the Lord has responded, I can trust him with more, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. Definitely. That's, that's pretty spectacular. And we kind of already did talk about the next question I was going to ask, but we'll talk about it a bit more before I move on to the next one. But like, what have been some of your experiences with prayer uh, in terms of it? You know, just how did pr- your prayer life start? How is it right now? Like, how is this, how have, what are some highs? What are some lows? Stuff like that. Yeah. I was actually having a conversation with my seventh grade girls small group about this, this past week, I think. Something like that. doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but I was saying how everybody always like points to me of like, oh, you know who's good at prayer? Hannah Sakari. And I'm like did you not remember me six years ago as like a, like a fifth grader, sixth grader who had no idea what they were doing? And mm-hmm. the reason that I've gotten quote unquote so good at prayer is because on a retreat, Tim Blow gave me the microphone and goes, we're not eating until you pray out loud. And I oh. said, no, thank you. And he goes, <laughs> we're just going to wait. And I was like, damn, no. Like, yeah this is a pass, pick somebody else. I've never done this before. And it was just moment after moment where he was like, okay, Hannah, pray in front of everybody. And it's like, I don't have any words to say. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, just pray over the food. Um, And so that's kind of how it started. And that's how I got to start praying out loud. And it's changed over time. And now it's, I get the honor of praying over somebody out loud. Awesome. is that what the Lord's calling me to do, even though it scares the crap out of me? Okay, cool. I get to step in that still. Right. Um, and it's Carolyn Nesbitt and I had this conversation once, um, and she was getting ready to talk on senior night, and she didn't have any words. And she's like, I don't know what to say. She's praying about it, and the Lord was like, don't you know that I'll provide the words? And from then on, I'm like, Anytime I go to pray over somebody, it's like, okay, these are not my words, Lord. You're the one who's providing. And even if I have to sit here for two minutes in complete awkward silence until you provide the words, we're going to do that. Um, But yeah, it's looked different. My own prayer life and like behind my closed doors in my room has changed and looked different. And it's gone from being prayers out loud, gone to writing them in a journal because that's how I processed better to 
we were talking in our small group of like, sometimes prayer just feels like we have to check it off the list of, oh, I prayed today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when it gets to that moment, that's when I change what I'm doing and how I pray. So it was journaling prayers for the last like two years. And then recently it felt like, oh my gosh, this is such a task. I want to get it over with. And I was like, okay, that means we need to change it. So now it's been reading scripture out loud and praying that scripture over myself, Mm -hmm. over other people. Um, Yeah, so it ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. But it's cool that it's not just one way of you need to get on your hands and knees and pray, but it's you can do it in the car. You can have a conversation in your head. You can write it down. You can sing it, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So personally for me, and at least how my prayer life has evolved, um, I never really had an issue like speaking out loud in front of people or praying out loud in front of people. My biggest issue was in the way that I saw prayer, it was a performance. Mm. And, you know, like, oh, this is really just like, what are some of the coolest words I can say to say absolutely nothing? Mm. Um, Just so everybody thinks I look cool, you know? Yeah. And it was really this evolution from like saying absolutely nothing in the fanciest of ways to saying, you know, to bearing my soul to the Lord in some of the most, some of the ugliest ways, you know, Mm. it was, you know, just a change he made in me where it's just like, it's not about what you say or who you're trying to impress. It's about our conversation right now. Like, do you script every conversation you have with your friends? No, you talk real with them. Right. Mm, so talk good. real with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, I and I'm thankful for people like Tim Blow who put students in really awkward positions. Um because like in a place where you didn't see anything in yourself to say like why like why would I do that? Like what are you talking about? And like like thank God he did that. Yeah. You know, because what it did was cause you to like get comfortable speaking to God in front of people um, to then being in a place where you can now not only speak to God, but hear from God on behalf of other people uh, and share scripture with them, share like, Hey, I feel like the Lord is doing this in, um, in your life. Um, so I just, I think that's really cool. Um, so for all of you who are listening, who have ever been asked to pray by me, this is why. Um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I, I love what both of you guys are saying just as far as like how, like how you guys have grown in prayer. Um, cause I think it's really easy, especially the two of you, like you guys are seniors, um, heading off soon, but like people look at you guys, I know, sorry, but it's true, <laughs> but people look at Didn't you guys. Didn't want to cry today, Andre. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's doing good. <laughs> um, people look at you guys and they think like, man, like. I really look up to these guys. Like, yeah, Hannah, your seventh grade girls look up to you and they're like, wow, like Hannah, like Hannah's the prayer. Little do they know when you were in their shoes, that was not the Hannah that was sitting before them now, you know? Um, And I just think it's really cool to hear the ways that you guys are saying like, hey, it's actually been a struggle to get to where I am now. Um, But that struggle has actually taught me how to connect with the Lord better, you know? Um, So I really appreciate that. Definitely. It's cool, too, because, like, even now, we don't have it figured out, you know? Like, it's changing all the time, and I'm still falling into the, I'm putting expectations on myself for performance of, 
okay, people think I'm a good prayer. I better step up to the like plate and actually yeah. come up with these super fancy words right. that nobody's heard before, say something new. And it like it doesn't it there's no deeper thing behind it. It's I'm formulating this in my head and then I'm gonna say it out loud. But it doesn't like it's not getting anywhere, you know? It's yeah. not the simple words that mean something. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I said it in Jesus is our everything, and it's really true in all of these um, things we were speaking of, but none of us are experts on any of these. Like, we brought you on here because you live it out well, but, like, we know you're not an expert on prayer. And just like... She's not. I mean... I'm not. <laughs> uh, she's me. amazing at it, but could've she's not an expert me. at it. So, yeah. Um, so, just... I want you guys to remember that those of you who are listening at home is just like we're talking about this as people who are still figuring it all out. Right. Yeah. Um right. all right, so let's get on to our next question and then we'll wrap it up. Um but how has your prayer life affected you personally in like your daily walk? Because like we've talked about how it's evolved your prayer life, but how has your prayer life evolved you? Yeah, that's good. Um it has made me more humble first in the sense of I'm going to mess up on my words a thousand times, but regardless, it's still a prayer and it's still good. Um, and just because we mess up a co- one conversation with a friend doesn't mean there isn't thousands more of conversations to still be had. Um, and so for me, it's become my lifeline, right? We're going off of that idea and it may sound super cheesy, but like it's cheesy for a reason because it's right. And so as a person who struggles with health issues and mental health issues, prayer has been that lifeline of, I have no words left to say. And all I can say right now is like, Jesus, only you satisfy me. And that's enough. Yeah. Um, And it's been, I think back to some of like my deepest, like, hardest moments and the thing that I've cried out the most is like Jesus like show up where are you like I know that you're here but I need you to show up even more mm-hmm. um and it's made me like I'm still living here today I'm still breathing because of those moments and because Jesus showed up in them um and yeah like I've known myself deeper because I've known Jesus deeper and like he wants to reveal those things to me. Yeah. For me personally, it's um it's made me at least outwardly a more patient person mm. in the sense like I wouldn't say I'm a lot more patient than I was, but now I have somebody to talk to about it, so it's not just going to burst out at anybody. So, like I can talk to God about this, take some time, cool off and then go talk to others about it. Whereas before I would just be like, okay, here's all my thoughts about it. Uh, It may, you know, mess up whatever you were thinking and we may have some conflict going on right now, but hey, here's everything. Yeah. You just had three people sitting in the room that all agreed. Well, two people, me and Hannah, you being the third person that were all like, yo, feel that, (laughs) feel that to the deepest parts of me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, I mean, it's it's changed all of who I am. Like to to remember where I was, you know, ten years ago. So wild, you know, so old. Um, to remember where I was ten years ago, finding the Lord, and to where I am now. There's so much stuff 
that like I can remember praying at 14 and like I look at my life now and I'm like, wow, God, like you were listening that whole time. You know, like even like simple stuff. I wrote a letter to myself when I was graduating high school uh, for myself when I was graduating college. And I got that when I graduated college when I was 21. So from 18 to 17 to 21. And I wrote the letter almost like a, it was like, it was to myself, but I remember writing it and praying like, Lord, like, would this come true? Um, and I wrote in there like, Hey, like, Hey man, I hope you're a youth pastor by now. And like, okay, I was 21, just graduated college, wasn't. But then I look back now and I'm like, dude, that four, at, at 17, I was actually, it was when I was a freshman. So I was 14. At 14, I was already asking the Lord to do something that he's doing now. Like I'm seeing yeah. the fruit of prayers that I prayed when I was 14. Um, and I see it in so many different areas of my life too, where it's like, oh God, you were actually listening to me. Like yeah. this wasn't just like, like I, I was like, oh, well, Lord, this would be really cool. But like, he's actually listening to me. And then there are other things that I prayed for that I was like, Lord, I really want this. And like pursued it on my own and it failed. And the Lord's like, hey, like I was actually protecting you from something. So even though it feels like I said no to you, like I was still communicating with you. Um, and I still like, I'm still talking with you and I'm, I'm still working and doing stuff. It just might look different than what you thought it was going to look like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is my last question on this topic. Um, but for anybody who may be looking at this and say, saying, you know, making prayer of my lifeline, that's still such a daunting task. What encouragement would you have for that person about making prayer their lifeline? You just got to start. Like it's not going to be perfect the first time. Probably won't be perfect the hundredth time either. And yeah, it's like, like why procrastinate? Like it's only going to bring you joy. It's only going to bring you healing. It's not, you know, like it does seem like this big daunting task of, oh, I have to pray. Like how do I even have a conversation with somebody who I can't see and is so far off, but it's like, Ah, he does listen to those prayers, yep. even ones that you didn't know that you were praying. He answers those. And so, like, just start, and it's going to look different for every person. And it might look like you actually getting down on your hands and knees if that's what works, right? And right. starting there. But it also might be you pull out a journal and you just write three words even. And, like, that's starting. That's doing something. Yeah. Um. And it builds off from there because the more you pray, the more you get to know God's heart. Um, But then you also get to know others' hearts. And, like, we're all about community. We're built for community and connection. And so the closer that we get to God, the closer we're able to get with other people because of that. And so, like, if you want to get close to somebody else, why put off prayer now? Yeah. 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 You summed it up so perfectly. I don't know if I have anything else to add. I'm going to add one quick thing because I agree. Just start. But also, I think for the moments where you're praying and you're asking yourself the, your, the question, I don't feel like God is speaking back. I want to encourage you. Um, how, how often, how much of the time do you spend praying, actually mm-hmm. sitting and listening to the Lord? Um, and how often are you actually reading scripture and reading mm-hmm. your Bible? Um, because uh, I can't tell what the Lord is saying if I don't even know what the Lord sounds like. Um, yeah. So if I'm not reading his written word, then I'll never understand his spoken word. So that's the last encouragement uh, for that. Andres's two cents in there really being $200, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that is spectacular. Amazing. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, good. that was good. I, I have another word for it as well. What would you say, Eric? I would say it's quite stupendous. That's a word not often used. No, not at all. Anyway, all right. So sending them off with this. This is our last question. We've done it the past two podcasts. But what is a song, a worship song specifically, that has been either you've been enjoying it recently or it's really touched you? Mm. Um, my song is Catch Me by Alyssa Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this whole thing of changing seasons and like, Lord, but if I fall, will you still catch me? Mm. Like, even if I fail at this, are you still going to be there? Um, yeah. And as a seasons are changing, graduating high school this week and moving into that season of college and like throwing myself out there, it's been like, okay, Lord, are you still going to be there? And the, right. the song is just sums it up so perfectly. Yeah. Uh, mine is a song that we've been singing recently at Fusion, uh, Real Thing uh, by River Valley Worship. Um, yeah, it's just, just go listen to it. it it's a really good song. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's got to be Come Thou Fount by the Kings. Well, specific Kings, but um, I'm pretty sure it's an old hymnal, but it's just like yeah. the way it's sung in this version with just such passion and clear awe for the Lord, it just breaks me down when I listen to it. Yeah, mm. it's super good. Yeah. My faves. Um, well, that's all we have for this episode yeah. of the Living Room Podcast. Thank you so much, Hannah, for joining us. Yeah. Of course. It's been a pleasure having you. It's been an honor. It has been. Let me bless them really quick, and then you can have a great day, guys. Um, hey, I bless you uh, in the name of Jesus to hear uh, from the Father, but to also begin conversating with the Father. Uh, I bless you with sweet times uh, with him as you drive, uh, as you're sitting in your room, uh, as you go for walks, as you're at school. Uh, would you know that the Heavenly Father is listening to you uh, as uh, you pray and as you speak? Uh, and I just bless you with the knowledge that he uh, is listening. So we love you. Um, yeah, have a great day, guys. Bye. Yeah. Bye.